Today's episode of Real Talk Christian Podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With the beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone from adults to teens and even children can find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com. Again, that's csbible.com. Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller. And this is Mark Hyde. And on today's episode, it's a special episode indeed. It is Ask RTC Anything Instagram edition. Instagram, okay. Instagram. So uh, we're going to answer your questions as best we can. Ready? I'm scared. (laughs) Oh, I'm scared too, but let's go. Let's go. Sorry. <laughs> Do I need to mute your microphone before we even start? I get a little excited, okay? <laughs> it's the coffee. It's, it's, it's the it's the coffee. It's the Buse coffee. Dude, let's just talk about it, dude. Let's just ju- Rodney let's just Buse jump off. sent us coffee again, I, I ladies and gentlemen. Jar. I brought the jar today. I'm going to bring that mic down, uh, that, that, that music the, the down music. a little bit. So this is from Fathom Coffee. Which, Rodney, if Fathom. you're watching on YouTube, I have my Fathom Coffee Cup See, again. See, we need like a little remote where we can zoom in on the coffee. Like, zoop. But anyways... Fathom Coffee, this is the Navy Special Operations Foundation, the Kenyan, the, the Kenyan Nairi Hill Estate Double A Coffee. This is Double A. You can hear me smack in the jar. Dude, Rodney, how much you pay for this stuff, bro? Double this A is, is not this cheap. This is not cheap. Double A is not cheap. This and they is, even have their batch number? This is batch number 3927. I love it. But uh, very, very delicious cup of coffee. How would you describe... Okay, so I, no, we haven't talked about how we describe our coffee taste you know, in a while. So how would you describe how you taste this? Well, first, we got to smell it, okay? You got to smell it. You got um, So, Rodney... This is like a fine Just wine. so you know, I sniffed it, and I got um, oh. coffee dust in my nose. So thanks for that. Not this one. You sniffed... That was the Honduran one that I, I roasted. See, that smells... That, that does not... That, that smells like that a South, smells, like South American That almost. smells... Well, it's a, it's a Kenyan. It's Kenyan, it, though. See, it smells more like an Ethiopian. Um, it is definitely... My smells are off lately. I don't know maybe why. You got maybe COVID. I got COVID. Uh, this is definitely an African. Um, <laughs> no, and kidding. it is very... Um, mouthfully. I was gonna say velvety. I was gonna say velvety. I don't see. I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily to me. And my I got palate, some velvety. It doesn't feel as velvety as like the Peruvian. When I think velvety, I think of like the Peruvian velvety. Oh, that stuff that Freres gave us. That yeah. stuff that was almost oh. so thick that it was like it was like milkshake quality. That'd be good in a milkshake. But, ooh, it would be. That'd like be really a, good in a, a milkshake. coffee ice cream pour over. Oh. Anyway, that sounds glorious. Or a coffee float. Supposedly, Janiel knows of a place around here that does that. They do like it's a, like 
uh, they make ice cream and then they do like an espresso shot pour over. Oh yeah, La Carrasa. Um, Whatever it's called, it's delicious. It's up there on Edison Road, La yes. Car- Car- Carrasa. Yeah, something like that. All well, I know is it looks like it's a heart attack in a cup. Like like it's a it's a massive like the mason jar, like what you were just holding up a right. massive one with full of ice cream and like or milkshakes or the espresso, and then right. they put like a dessert on top of it. Like we're talking a donut. Well, yeah, or a cheesecake. You don't get or a be- slice of cake. And then they put more on top, and then they put whipped cream, and then they put a straw on top, and then they put sprinkles. Like, what? We just had that show on gluttony, and how do you think we got this, or how I got this way? You, not so much, but me, yes. Dude, okay, your boy, for the first time in, like, I don't know, three years, can officially say, I go to the gym. (laughs) I do, too. I didn't just went. I have gone. I have gone to the gym. In the the words of Mark Lowry, I I do sit-ups. I sit One up, in the morning. I sit up in the morning. That's half. I lay down at night. That's the other How half. How do you work out? <laughs> Father, I lift the Lord's name on high. <laughs> Lord, I lift your name on high. <laughs> I, need, I need a creed version. Lord, I lift your name on high. Woo, Soche's going like that version. Uh, So, yeah. Anyways, so but that's so the Rodney, coffee. Rodney, thank you, thank you for you sending you us so the coffee. Much. Which I and, need to give a coffee announcement, by the way. Okay. I was talking to Jared and Marianne, okay. and they have officially stopped roasting coffee for right now because... Yeah. They are selling their house and moving. Yeah. Which is cool you know, because I got to creep on their house what it looks it, like. If they want, they could just send me their roaster. I'll hold on to it and I'll keep roasting. Have you seen their roaster? Dude, it's a it's it is it's immaculate. Amazing. It is an immaculate it, roaster. It is a nice roaster. So they they right now, if you go to brutefordcoffeeco.com, you ain't gonna find none. They put on it because they are in the process of selling their house and moving, and they're right. they're not just moving like across town. I think they're switching states. Ooh. I think they're leaving like Pennsylvania and going down to like they South Carolina. Come or something. To Northern like Indiana. That's where Marianne came from. And she left this. She said peace to the snow. She needs to come back. She said peace to the snow. Pennsylvania has snow. Well, that's right. They're going to, I think they're going to South Carolina, if I remember right. Lame. But either way, so Brute Fork Coffee Co., our wonderful coffee sponsorship right now. We still love them to death, but they are pausing their coffee roasting for now. Pause. <laughs> ah, sorry, buddy. If, if, anyways, if, right. a real RTC fan will know about the pause. Yes, they will. But anyways, uh, also a big, big shout out to Rodney Buse. Actually, I'm going to be on his little Saturday morning coffee, coffee talk tomorrow you morning. Are. So that will be fun. You guys should Which by the time we release out. this, it'll be like two weeks ago. That's all right. That's but, all right. But, but where can they, they find that show? Uh, I believe at. But what does the Bible say that? Well, no, it's YouTube. Just, just it's, YouTube. It's just, just YouTube. YouTube. I don't yes, know if it's Google. on their website or not. Do, do y'all have a website, Rodney? If not, not, I know a guy. I, I, I know a guy who could build one for you. I know a guy who could do it at a reasonable price. Whoa, whoa. Let's not be giving discounts away. I said reasonable. Oh, that's true. Okay. I didn't say the friends and family. For coffee. <laughs> I'll do it for coffee. I, in all honesty, I will I will make a website for coffee at this hey, point. So, Rodney, thank you for sending us coffee. And if you, listener, want to send us coffee, send us a message. We'll send you the address, and we will drink it and talk about it on air. That Sound good? Is correct. Now we have a, a very important banter question we do. to ask tonight. This is ask anything. So. Ask anything. Instagram edition. So what was the question? I think it was what's your guys' favorite. So food? I as a joke, I said, "Hey, we're recording tonight. So what should we banter about at the top of the episode?" Because we have apparently last a couple weeks ago, um, all y'all, the whole world knows that I love Risk Junior. Now I talked about Risk Junior a lot in that Risk. episode, and my wife said I needed to stop talking about it like stop. ten minutes before I actually stopped. She's like, "Stop!" But it. Sabrina asked that what our banter should be about is what is our favorite meals, Ooh. and to put a dark spin on it, if like, you were going to get executed tomorrow, what would your last meal be? My last meal would be sushi. 
Really? Hands down. Okay, so what's your favorite meal then? Is it still sushi? Sushi is my favorite all-time meal out of all meals. So two questions. One, do you eat it with chopsticks or do you eat it with a fork? Chopsticks. And what sushi do you do? Do you like California roll? Do you like tuna roll? All of it, bro. But you you got to have like all a, this it. is the fuller special. My, you know what I'm saying? My favorite roll, if I had to pick a favorite, mm-hmm. that's not sashimi. What the heck is that? Sashimi is just like the raw fish, but it's like no rice. It's I don't know just, why people do that. That's oh, gross. Those need like to stay in the ocean. Butter in your mouth. It's delicious. Yeah, with salmonella rubbed all over it. Uh, listeners, do you, <laughs> you want to trust the skinny guy or the fat guy here? Who likes food more? I'm just saying. It's safe. Anyways. <laughs> There's no rebuttal. Uh, <laughs> there is no rebuttal for that. I'm like, I got nothing. It's probably a spicy. Spicy tuna is probably my favorite like basic roll. I think that's best favorite too. And then if I was going to do like uh like a like combination roll. Okay. It would probably have to be like a dragon roll, which is like avocado and like salmon and like tuna. It's like kind of an array of things. When you eat tuna, are you supposed to dip it in something? Like like a sauce or something like soy sauce? You can dip it in soy sauce. That's I'm uncultured swine, so I don't know. It's not culturally acceptable, but uh, as an American, you can get away with it. Just like you get technically, you eat sushi with your fingers. That's the proper way to eat sushi. Really? It's a not it's, it's like an appetizer finger. So so us to mozzarella sticks. Yeah, us to pizza it is is, is that is, sushi. Is, is, it, Japanese. Sushi is Japanese, Jap- right? Yeah, yeah, the Japanese culture. I'm turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese. I think. And so just like that, we, yeah, we lost, lost me. everything. It's the coffee. <laughs> so, so, but so sushi's hand out. Now, where do you get your sushi? Like, so, I, there used to be this place on McKinley in Mishawaka called Matubas. Matubas. It's, it's still there, isn't it? No. And it was still there. It was bought out several, I think probably like five years ago, the owner, who was a personal friend of mine, uh sold it he was from laos oh uh and he came over to the states as a refugee and opened up the sushi place and would, like ran it for like 25 i've years. heard that was like the place to go it was the place to go hands down the best sushi i've ever had wow. and i've tried sushi all across the country hands down the best um when he sold it they destroyed the restaurant name which is why they're out of business now uh, so, uh, you know, I haven't found a, a sushi place that I can be like, yes, this is comparable. Have since. you gone to Wushi yet in downtown South Bend? I have. And, yeah. and it's, not comparison? It's okay. Not comparable though? It, it, I mean, it's good sushi, but it's not it's like. It's not Matubas. It's not Matubas. That's fascinating. I don't know if yeah. I knew. If I, I don't think I would have guessed sushi for you. You would have guessed cookies, I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, the sneeze. COVID. Be gone, Satan. COVID. <laughs> COVID's here, man. That's right. I Woo. just got over it, so we're wow. all good. <laughs> Goodness. Sorry, Beth. I can't come home. I got to be a folder for the next week. Sorry. That's, that's a lot of content we can record. We can record a lot of episodes. Man, we won't have to record so, again for the rest su- of the year. But sushi's your go-to, huh? Sushi. What's yours? You know, I go through seasons. Uh, I really like something, and then I like, I switch it. You sound like a skinny person. I go through My seasons. My favorite food is cake. Sometimes it's kale. I love cake. Sometimes it's salad. I love normal cake. I love Sometimes cheesecake. It's water. I love coffee cake. I love all types so, of cake. Cake. I, cake, I, I am cake. not. You're a cake dude. I am inclusive with you my cake You are lover. what they call a cake eater. <laughs> What's that movie from? You uh, cake eater. I think that was Sandlot, wasn't it? I, was it Sandlot? You're a cake eater. Is that Sandlot? I think it, I think it was. Maybe. I'm, I don't Janiel, remember what it is. I guarantee Someone if it's not. Someone help us out. I guarantee if it's not, Janiel's going to correct me and be like, it was this movie. It I'm going to guess Sabrina Sandlot. knows since Sabrina asked this question. I bet you Sabrina knows. 
But my favorite meal right now, this is what I asked for my birthday. How about this? This is what I asked for my birthday this Fruity Pebbles ice cream cake. No. (laughs) Don't don't hate me, guys. Beth's meatloaf. Wait, hang on. With wait. With her sister's mashed potato recipe. Wait, hang on a sec. We gotta find out if it's actual meatloaf people. Okay. Does it have or does not it have ketchup on top? Hundred percent. 100% 100% watch way. Homemade ketchup on top. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. It was homemade actual. ketchup, bro. I just wanted to make homemade. sure. It was, it no Heinz, it, homemade. It homie. doesn't matter what the ketchup is as long as it's on top. Now, here's the other question. Do you do onions inside of your meatloaf? Of course. 100%. All the garlic, <laughs> all the onions. Of course. You know, I got into an argument with someone on Facebook the other day. So, someone's like, uh, it's it's one of my clients, and she was doing her Instagram or, uh, uh, Facebook post. She's like, what's the worst? Like, what's, what food do you hate? And someone said, meatloaf. And I said, oh, I'm going to pick a fight with you. Meatloaf is glorious. That's like saying that you don't like coffee, right? So I, like I would do I would do Beth specifically. Beth's meat. I, I love my mama's, but my mama ain't got nothing so, on Beth. So Beth's meatloaf. And fun fact, she does not cook it in a loaf. She cook it cooks it in cupcake, a cupcake tin. So you, so you get little cupcakes that, of meatloaf. That's abs- that, that that's absurd but acceptable. It actually tastes better and it cooks faster. Well, I know it cooks. So the best meatloaf, sorry, honey, that I've ever had Uh-oh. was my old friend. His, his name was Gary. And he made the most phenomenal meatloaf known to man. See, I've had some bad meatloaf, but if someone else had to make a good meatloaf, it's, it's solid. See, okay, what constitutes a good meatloaf to you? It's got to be juicy. Yes. Got to ha- moist. And the inside's got to be moist, but the outside has to have that crisp Crunk. little. Yes. So, but there check this out. Go. If you don't do the pie, t- if you do the pie tin, you get a lot of like fluff and then a little bit of the crisp. Do the cupcake? Every bite see, has that little slight crispy. See, I don't want every bite. I like the just on the edges. Oh no, it's glorious. So uh, and then, but I but, may but, I may have to say I'll stick with the loaf. But I don't know if Missy listens to this podcast, my sister in law. But her mashed potatoes is one of the best mashed potatoes I've ever had. Okay, what? she puts cream cheese in it. Ooh, hundred percent, bro. Butter and cream cheese, and then she does some other seasonings too. But apparently, Missy cannot cook to save her life, but she can make some dang good mashed potatoes. That's all that matters. And then I want some carrots with every it. Some cooked carrots. Every man can be bought with mashed potatoes. I'm just and meatloaf. And, and well, not we every can man, be bought off with meatloaf. But we can be potatoes. bought with meatloaf. <laughs> so I would say right now that's my favorite meal. That's your go-to favorite. Huh? But I'm always down for finding a good burger. Like Beth and I, we went on a quest to find the best burger in Michigan. All right, we so, put a pause on it, but we went. So to a lot of places. have you guys gone to Flipping Cow yet? In Elkhart? No. Because oh. right now, <laughs> Evil Check Brewery has the best burger that we've had. They had one burger on the menu. Go, go and it was good. Simonton Lake. They're on Simonton Lake. Flipping cow. That's what you need to go Flippin to. Flipping. Yes, my good sir. Cow. You want a burger, and you got to get the with the burger. All right, you got to get the appetizer, the mojitos. Okay, you have to get them. They're like sliced fried potatoes. Is it mojito? Like that's a drink. It is, but this is a this is a not non drink. This is a food substance. This is a sliced fried potato with like a non spicy horseradish sauce, and it is to die for. I to, just texted that to Beth right now. To die for, yes. So, so you guys are going to have to, you know, after you pick up the kids or drop off the kids or you know school because it is an Elkhart, right? I mean, it's, it's not, now wait, it's on the north side of Elkhart. Up uh, by Cassopolis. It's Simonton Lake. Lake. It's, okay. uh, it's on Simonton Lake. I don't know the lake names very well. Okay. And well, it's Alper. like maybe t- 15 minutes here from my house. About 15 minutes from here. So not very far. Okay. Okay. So now it's time for um, confession time of a parent. Have you ever thought to yourself after your kids fall asleep, if we leave right now and get dinner, they'll never know. 
<laughs> no, because my kids are still at the age where they wake up. Are they like, mommy, mommy, mommy? Yeah, what do you want? What are you doing? Raising a bunch no, of no. smeagles? Yes, precious. It's a smeagle master. Man, Michaela's over there, which Michaela Rias, I know you listen. I think you watch, actually. I didn't even say congratulations on the baby when we read your review a couple weeks ago, but she just had a new baby, and I'm sure she's there going, oh, I never leave in this precious thing. When they're 10 and they back talk to you, you want to leave them sometimes to so, go get some food. But, but I'm just saying. when your kids are as small as my see you got some older kids and and you have some smaller kids too but my good kids, sleepers i got good my sleepers. kids like to spend like we'll put them to bed at eight o'clock and they'll be up till 10 30 just calling you in random times melatonin like, homie and just be like hey i just wanted to say i love you melatonin melatonin I, homie i just wanted to say can can you scratch my belly like <laughs> seriously these are some of the questions we get asked noel no both both the, both the girls oh yeah shiloh right to sleep he don't care but uh, homeboy can sleep. The, the girls, homeboy's your son. They're, they're like, yeah. So the girls, they each have a picture of me and Janiel. For whatever reason, they can't sleep without a picture of us. But <laughs> the other night, Piper goes, "I really need a picture of Noel crying." And then the next night, when Noel found out that she, Piper got a picture of Noel, oh, she goes, "I over. need a picture of Piper." Yeah. It's or you just bad. be like us and have four girls in one room. Well, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, you saw it tonight. Wild. Like uh, Janiel had to let Noel back in the door because come, she was screaming. Because she was screaming. Because she's like, I need to give you another kiss before I go to Grandma and Grandpa's house. Uh, apparently, well, no, uh, Noah. Who's Noah? Nora did that on the way to school. I, like, I, I meet my mom halfway by at her house, and then she drives the rest of the way to school. Right. And I apparently did not give Nora a hug. <gasps> You sinner. Which I did, but she doesn't think I did. And she cried. Short-term memory. The loss. whole 15 minutes the rest of the way to school. So now I don't hug her. I tickle her before I go because I can't reach her. She's on the opposite of the car. So. She's like, how dare you? Cursed you. Yeah. So so there you go. Sabrina, those are our favorite meals. So Meatloaf and I, uh, sushi. I think we've uh, we've gone far enough. I don't think we need to do the party cues. No, because we got some questions to answer, we, people. We got a review to read first, my good man. This Ooh. this big block right Ooh. here. Did your iPad die? No, it, oh, I, it, it just went to sleep. It just went to, it went to right. sleep. Well, it's sleeping, so I will go ahead and read this since the rest of it's pretty much just questions. Anyways, you let's don't really do need it for this episode. Let's do it. I talk so, too much anyways. Let's be honest. This one, and okay, we let's admit we got a little bit of a backlog going on on the reviews. Which because, is glorious. Because you guys have heard the call. Well, show the people what they could win well well not this one. Oh, that's the hundred that's the hun- this one's already gone but this is what you guys missed out on we, except um, for quentin quentin and, and and quentin also got some other good goodies he's got a study bible a t-shirt and some coffee and some stickers and the button and the business card and and all he did was share one of our episodes that's it that's, that's it. it was that easy and that all easy. you have to do is leave a review and you're already entered to win the uh the uh, study the Bible. review giveaway. Yeah. The study Bible and whatever else. Whatever else we decide to throw in. Whatever there. I want to throw in. Maybe a child. <laughs> Would you like a small child? <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. I've got some really creepy voices going on. Yeah, I'm, hopefully the anyways. feds aren't listening. All right. Anyways, read that review, my friend. This review is from a Douglas. Or actually, maybe it's Douglas. Can I say Can I say this is a dude? Last time I said it was a dude and the name was Devin, well, I was wrong again. So I don't know if it's Douglas or Douglas. Douglas. We'll call him Douglas. You know why? Because it's got two S's at the end, so it looks like glass, so it's Douglas. We're going to do Douglas. Douglas H. I like it. Douglas. 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 Oh, Douglas. Oh, <laughs> we get fancy. Hello, Douglas. This is uh, <laughs> real talk every day is what mm. it says. It's a five-star review, and it says, Men, if you haven't been told yet, you you have officially breached the ears of the Army. Hoorah. Well, no, that was Marines. I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me. 
right? <laughs> you <laughs> Yes, you're right. That was the Marines. My bad. Anyways, My bad. Uh, I'm a loyal, loyal Spotify listener. I listen every day on the way to and from work and at the <gasps> gym. Whoop, whoop. Appreciate what y'all are doing, y'all. I'm rewinding to catch up, but I'm doing it all out of order. God bless y'all. Oh, I was right. Oorah. Oh, no. Oh, Oorah is the Marines. Yes. Hua is Hua. the Army. Right? Hua. Hua. My bad. Hua. My bad, homie. My bad. My bad. But either way, Douglas, thank you for that, man. Reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or email. And we have Janelle on the ball, and she is she on is, the ball. She's got like the, she's last, got a list going, the last three people. She's like, I got the list. She was waiting on me to roast coffee last night for the giveaway before she could send out everything. So she's going out tomorrow, people, to send out those who have given us the address, the mini swag. And we got some new things in the mini swag bag, don't we? Not yet. Oh, it hasn't come in man. yet. But it's on order. Ooh, so so soon. So soon. Soon and very soon. Soon and very soon. Oh, goodness, man. Well, Anyways. a couple of weeks ago, we and here's the deal, man. So we, we, we've been trying to do reels, and then you decided to get COVID when you were on your reel kick. Um, but, you know, we interact quite a bit on stories where we do, like, this or that questions, or we'll say, hey, you know, ask us to reply. Uh, another fun thing I've been doing is I'll post someone else's post. And I'll say, do you agree with this? Yes or no? And then tell us your thoughts. Why? So we try to interact inside of Instagram stories right. the best we can. When well, we, and Facebook too. And, and we also don't want to be completely addicted to our phones, even though we already are. So we do our best with it. But a little bit ago, we wanted you guys to ask us anything so we could answer those questions on the show. And honestly, I don't think we're going to get to all of them that were asked. We're already, a at, lot. we're already at 21 minutes. But people love our chit chats. We, we are there, Kelly and Ryan. I, we've said it at least a hundred times. And I'm Kelly. We have already, yeah. Well, you're the skinny just, one. And the pretty one. And the pretty one. So, anyway, so so we had a whole, we actually had a bunch of questions come in. So we're going to try to go through those the best that we can and answer just a handful of them. So, Fuller, do you got the first question, my dude? <laughs> we do, and this one comes from Marissa Lad underscore art. Which I'm surprised you did not rickroll us, Marissa, because she is the queen of the rickroll. Never going to give you up. There, we rickrolled her. We rick <laughs> Take that, girl. Take that, Marissa. Anyways, uh, mm -hmm. she asked, question one, if someone sat in a tub of water, would that make them soup? Oh, if you after if you went to the gym and you sweat a lot and then your salt goes in the water too? Is it salt water? Is it salt? Oh, no, is it is salt, it, salty soup? Is it SeaWorld? Well, what makes a soup a soup? Uh, like, is a hot dog a sandwich? I think a hot dog's a sandwich. This is one I of the, can argue that one. So this is one of those icebreaker questions that uh, we could get really far down a rabbit hole on, but uh, we probably should. I would, I would say shouldn't. that that no, no, Ooh. unless you're going to eat and ingest the water that you are sitting in, it is not soup. So, but I would say my kids, their bath time would constitute as soup because they drink, and we call it their booty juice water. That's disgusting. It is because it's gross because kids are gross and they and we always catch them. I'm like, why do kids drink? Someone answered me that question. Why do kids drink the bath water? That is nasty. It's, it is. It and is they always disgusting. do it. But it's the same of why do kids like, do you remember as a kid? I remember this as a kid. Like you'd be in the pool and like you'd get a mouthful of water and you'd spit it out. But that water is still in your mouth and that water is also touching the body parts of everybody in the pool. That's a little different than drinking out of the bath. No, it is not. Because yeah, when you're swimming, you're, right. you're playing, you're having fun. Sure. Sure, you're swimming and playing, and other people's urine stuff, junk, smells, and sweats. 
I'm trying to keep it PG because I don't want to get like annexed. Anyways, it's disgusting, right? So would would that make them soup? I would say for my kids, yes, but for me, no. I would say no because you don't. In even the kids, they they drink the water, but it's not. They don't eat themselves. Well, it's not. It's they're not doing it for (laughs) nutritional value, so it's not soup. (laughs) They're doing it because they're gross. gross. Question number two. This comes from underscore Raina underscore Grace, which Raina won the mega swag bag, and she's currently residing in the states, getting ready for college. Did she win the mega swag bag? No, she won the one hundredth episode one, right? I don't know, but she won the study Bible one where it was like the uh, with the apologetic books. books. Yeah, so it was the one hundredth episode giveaway. The mega twofer. Sw- she won the twofer giveaway. The mega swag. Yeah, the twofer. The mega swag bag. I forget who uh, that was. Like two years ago. Wow, it was two years ago when the mega swag bag giveaway. Joe Frerichs won one that, of them. That was the, he won the mega. He, Joe Frerichs yeah. won right, okay. right before he Bam. left for Peru. Yeah. But Raina, it took home girl like four months to get it because she was traveling to the states because she's a missionary kid in South right. Africa. So this comes from Raina. Sure. Hi, Raynum. Hi, Raynum. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Oh, I think we've answered this. Yeah, we've answered this one. I, w- I would say the UK, 100% UK. Mainly Scotland. I want to go to Paradise. I want to go see Celtic Park. I, I want to see the churches. I think I'd be Scotland or Ireland, one of the two. 100%. We're, we're, going, just, to the, we're going to the British Isles, homie. We're, we're just going that way. Man, we answered these questions very quickly. Maybe we'll get through all of them. Here's the real question. Would you ever go to Australia? I. Why would you want to go to that death trap? Because it's freaking dope. Everything there can kill you. That's true. That's Everything. True. It's the Yo, death Have you trap. seen the snakes that, that sit like, underneath the toilet seats and then when you try to poop, they jump you? It's like going into the, uh, uh, what is it? The Hunger Games. <laughs> it's like, if we have Australian <laughs> listeners, please hit us up and tell us how you're still alive. But, uh, please, because you guys are got to be like the ultimate survivors. Like if you were on that show, Survivors, I guarantee you'd win immunity every week. Just because. Just just because you live in Australia. We we envy your your abilities. I mean, let's let's face it. Look at the one most famous guy from Australia and what he do. He wrestled oh, alligators. No. He wrestled crocs. We can't Crikey. talk about Steve Irwin right now, man. I can because I miss him. But seriously, like that's like they're like, what are you doing for fun today? Oh, I'm going to drink me a shoey and jump on a croc. Like that's that's their idea of a Saturday, and it's like you guys are survivors. <laughs> that's their idea of a Saturday. Well, our, our, our Australian friends, if you're listening, hit us up. Uh, yeah but so so but, but, it's but we're true, gonna stick though. with the uk we're gonna stick with the uk yeah we're gonna uh, we like safety okay? we're back to disney i'll go back to disney we're, with we're, no kids we're americans we like comfort okay that's yeah. just the way it is yeah we do yeah we do we you know we know and we're ready to prepare and prepared to suffer for christ but it doesn't mean we can't enjoy the <laughs> life's comforts right now have you seen the john chris sketch where it's like uh missionaries to the caribbean or something like that where it's like yeah i just called us to, yes. you know we went scuba diving like, because even the scuba diver needs jesus and i'm like yeah. this is ridiculous it's so funny though. oh goodness well Anyways. question number three comes from our girl stacy stacy she interacts with us quite a bit you interact with us don't you quite a bit stacy yes you do you do <laughs> you're such a little good job you're just such a good little instagram follower we, we've had a lot of coffee already <laughs> we've had way this is like abuse this has got a lot of caffeine. Oh, in this good. Stuff. This is good stuff. But Stacy asked us, how did y'all get started? May have talked about this already, but I cannot remember. So we have talked about this. Actually, we just talked about this not too long ago on But What Does the Bible Say? This was a live stream edition. This was a question from one of their listeners. And yep. so uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, it started off as an idea. Actually, not even an idea. We were just conversing in the charbox. We were at Starbucks spending hours there just hanging out, chit chatting. Have a good time. About theology, about life, about just everything. Yep. Community, kind of everything. And then we were like, hey, 
man, it would, it, we should have just hit the brick. I think you said it. I think you should said, man, we should just like, we should have had a tape recorder and just like hit record. I think on I did this say conversation that. because it was so good. Other people need to hear it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that'd be cool. And then a couple weeks later, I'm like, dude, we should start a podcast. And you're like, I am down for that. I'm pretty yes. sure that's exactly how you said it. That'd Sounds dope. dope. I'm down for that. Yep. And so then we kind of started flushing through some of the ideas and then the bombshell of the Hyde life exploded right in the middle of all. He was on the EOD squad and it went right in his face. And so he had to go and he was an amputee for a while, but now he's full and whole. Thank you, Beth. Beth. Actually, thank you, you, (laughs) Jesus. But, uh, you know, even the name real talk, um, the same time that we were talking about all of our stuff, I was having a sermon series with the kids called Real Talk. Right. And so I used to call it Uncensored. Basically, it's what are the things that the church doesn't like to talk about? Let's talk about. So the artwork had two kids with mouth over, like like with duct tape over their mouth. The idea is we're going to rip it off and we're going to talk about it. And, and that, then so we, that, we did that two years in a row. That's where the whole and then would, real talk came would, out. Would Jesus smoke pot? Would Jesus smoke came pot? Came out of that whole because series. that's where it was, and so right. it wasn't even a, a series. It was more of a I, I created work journal. No, no, that uncensored was like workbook journal type right. self study with other groups. Um, but that one was more of just I didn't really go in with outlines. I went in with a whole bunch of notes. So I had to be even more prepared. Right. And I would just say, let's talk about it. And we would talk about it. And then now here we are. We're and, talking about it. And so that started off and we started off. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I even remember sitting at Charbucks and we were meeting. We were meeting up that day. And I, we were talking. We had the previous week or a couple weeks prior, we were talking about ideas for like logo. And I came in with this really horrid drawing of it like. Was bad. I had it an was R really connected bad. to like a T, but the T was a microphone and then like a C. I'm like. Hey man, this is kind of what my idea. I know it's crew drawn because I'm not a drawer, but this is like kind of my idea. And he, this dude, took it and like went heyday hey on it, and that's what this sign is now. That's our logo. Yeah, this was all Mark High. It, it came from a horrible. It was almost like taking a stick figure and making the Mona Lisa. <laughs> okay, go to markhigh.com. So it was it was very very. Well, I had the idea and he made it come alive. And the logo has been with us for two and a half years and it still looks just as good. It, it's never going out of style. Nope. Actually, if you put our logo up and compare it next to Starbucks, I think ours is mo- more noticeable. I'm just throwing that out there. Anyways, but we did intentionally match the circle around we did like the that RTC design. to well, make it look like the old Starbucks. That's where it started. Because that's like where that. it started. Yeah, so that's the kind of... And then Starbucks got rid of their circle. That's with kind the of like the behind the scenes of why the logo yeah. came to be. I like it. came it. off of like an idea us having real conversations kind of your your thing you were doing with the youth and starbucks and then we just hit record and then the very first episode oh my goodness i went back and listened to it like a couple weeks ago and it was like Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we have coffee. No, drink. Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, no, where we drink coffee. It wasn't. And have real it wasn't. No, it was kind of like very rushed through because we were so like just. Oh, out the of our first. Uh, the, some of the other ones got really boring. But you know intros. what? But you know what? It's like one of the highest. See, like, I'm pulling up. I one. think it's the top three. Uh, it is. I think it's number three on the top I, of I, our I download think list. It is number three. So while I'm finding this, let's read the next question. All right. Well, this next one, I need your full focus on, My sir. full focus? Okay. Yes, because well, I, I need you to mentally flex for me. Huh? So this one comes from jchamp underscore 49. Before you read it, it's number three. Number I, one is you. episode 110, A Christian Response to the World Around Us. 
Number two is 113, can we prove the existence of God? Number three. And then number three is number episode one, does my past affect my future? Number four is the singles one. Is, hey, singles, don't waste your life. Yep. 106. And then the uh, fifth one is, are some sins worse than others? Did, episode 109. Did you see Jess Ronnie is up in the top 10 now? I think it's number nine or eight. Uh, homegirl's at six. She's at six now. So mm-hmm. she's moving on up. Anyways, so, uh, and then we got a couple other episodes that have just recently come out in the past couple months that are like skyrocketing up. Because you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. Anyway, so this one comes from jchamp underscore 49. What's up, homie? Can someone be a professional bodybuilder and Christian? So So, here's where we're, this is the turn of events of we're going to get into the real talk This is the real talk. So can a professional bodybuilder be a Christian is, is what it is. So the, the answer to the question is, is, you know, bodybuilding is a profession and it's a hobby. It's the same idea as like, oh, can me being a web developer be a Christian? Or Thomas Rhett, he's a country singer. Can he be a Christian? Which he is. It's, he has a really cool testimony. Or it's like, can, you know, someone who works in finance and money, think about the, oh, the sinners and tax collectors. Like, oh, if you work for Dan Ram- Dave Ramsey, can you be a Christian? Sure. Like, you know, and so I think that the question I think there's something behind the question. I think I know more than face value. Face value, the answer is yes, but I think there's something behind the question. So uh, I think there is a. It's very much like being a movie star, being a model, being a podcaster. There's always that temptation there to go too far into it. Okay, you know, there, being a bodybuilder, your your focus is your body. Like, and, and, and and image I don't want to say a beauty contest because that's that's too crass no, but for bodybuilding. But, but your your job is to have the best looking yeah it's body a, it, on the stage. Your, your your whole focus is the image of your body, and just like right now, being a podcaster, we could focus solely on the the number of downloads we have. The you know the different things. Are we making money from sponsorships? Are we doing any of this? And yet. If we focus on those things, we've lost the real reason why we should be doing it. And I think bodybuilding can be a good avenue to reach a section of people that you and I couldn't reach. 100%, because we're all given a different story, a different passion. Right. And so, yeah, you're right. Like there, There's a lot of people in that world. I don't want to say that really oh, over there. But there's a lot of people in the bodybuilding world that need to hear Jesus in the same way where I get to interact with people who come from all different walks of life sure. and I interact with them daily and I get to be a living testimony of that. Sure. Same for you as being a steel mill worker. Right. I can't talk to some of those rough, tough dudes. Right. I'm too pretty. You'd probably cry. It's like being I'm in too prison clean. sometimes. I'm too clean. But is, you know, so that's I, not, that's I, a joke, I very but. much so think that a, a professional bodybuilder can be a Christian. I think it's, I'm waiting for the butt. I think it's just that you have to be careful not to glorify the, image of your own body mm. because at that point you've made yourself an idol unto yourself which is a it's a temptation is what it is it's a big temptation that you can have it's just like a model can have that temptation on their looks you know if it goes past just a profession mm-hmm. then i think it can become you know dangerous. And, and some people like you know it's it's the the sin of idolatry which we talk about on the show all the time of right. you know what is the main thing you're doing what you're doing and so I think with bodybuilding, there's there's a very, very big, strong temptation to focus solely on my looks and doing what I need to do in, in doing it because I feel good. And then you live for the applause and that, you know, pat on the back and the attaboys. But then you're reading 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whatever, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So I think there's a really cool opportunity to reach people yes. in that sector. Yes. 
However, I think there's also a strong pull and temptation away from that. And, you know, I think where the problem comes, and, and this is me being very, uh, I, I would say a little forthcoming and um, in bold in saying that if you ever choose bodybuilding, like, like if you're single, doing your thing, whatever. But I hear about a lot of people who are bodybuilders who go to the gym before work, go to, you know, then they go to work and then they work out afterwards. I'm like, if you have a wife and kids and a family, you are sacrificing your family on the altar of your own hobby. Right. And, your, and I don't say hobby, but your own pursuit and interest. Now, if you have someone who is, you know, helping you do that, sure, there's so many different stories. But I also have heard so many stories where people are so obsessed with their health that they sometimes could lose their family in the process. But let's take that to the flip side of somebody like you and I on oh, the yeah. podcast where we give up every Friday night. Well, not not only that, but even that's not as big of a deal because anytime you do a ministry, you you have to sacrifice some, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but how much time do we spend on social media Ooh. over our family? That's true. When we, I, I, I'm guilty of this. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast a few times that sometimes – I just kind of get lost in Facebook or Instagram or make them doing stuff. And, and then there goes an hour. There goes two. Right, real quick. And so, you know, am I sacrificing my time with God? Am I? Is it an excuse that I use not to be with God or or study his word or spend time with my family or not go out and do a mission or a min, an actual ministry? And I feel like only you can answer that for yourself. Right. And I, yeah, exactly. No, I can't, I can't look at you, Mark, and go, well, I can see that you spend too much time on Instagram because I don't know your ins and outs. And you can't look at me and go, Chris, you spend way too much time on Facebook or you, you, you watch too many movies or anything like that. I can't go to jchamp underscore 49 and be like, you do too much into the bodybuilding and workout because I don't know you. Only you can answer that. That's why it's called a personal relationship with God. And as a married man, a husband and a father, I'm responsible for being the priest in my home, right? And only I I'm answering to God. You're not answering to God for me. And but I'm not but I would you. say you're not even just a priest because, you know, Janiel has her own relationship with God too, but we're called to, to be the head of our home. You know? Sure. But we're also called to be the priest of our home. We're called to be the teachers. We're called to be the, the kings. I mean, there's a lot of things that the Bible tells us we're called to be. And it's basically saying our role is to be the leaders of the household. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if I'm constantly leading of my, my way of leadership is leading my family further away from God because I'm not spending time with my family. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you got to go and be like, all right, kids, we're reading a devotional. Now it's time for worship. Now it's time for this. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about leading, but being say present. being exactly. If I'm constantly going, yeah, yeah, kids. Um, you know, I gotta. You guys, you gotta, I good job. With good that. job. Yeah, I, I do too. And that, I'm man. not. I'm, I'm. That's. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm saying I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the same. I don't want people to be like, oh, Fuller and, and Mark are, are singling out bodybuilding <laughs> and working out and being no, healthy because we're, we're not. Man. Because everybody has their own temptations. We struggle with. I struggle with social media. I struggle with just. Just coming home, being so wiped out, I don't even want to play with my kids. Like I struggle with having to try to be engaged after right. being wiped out. But I think the struggle with that is more the fact of with bodybuilding, particularly the whole purpose is for you to go look at me and my muscles. I right. think that's where the danger is. But at the same time, with us, you know, it's we look can do at that me, with the exact same right. thing. Look at me and my reels, and my stories, and look at me and my follower count and my download count. That's what I'm saying is that it's different but it's the same it's it's the look at me and i think there's different times and different seasons for everything like i finally went back to the gym after four years sure because but of my kids three, three it, years, it three doesn't years. matter what season you're in if you're doing it only to look at yourself or have other people look at how good you are there's a problem you've mm-hmm. made an idol out of it and i think that's where i'm hitting to of we can make an idol out of anything or we can turn everything and, and use it for the glory of god i like it so, i like it 
All right. Hopefully that answers that one. Question number five. This is from Delaney Ray, which she is a newer follower of the podcast, she I believe. Is. And she's been very interactive, which is awesome. This is a hard question. This is a very How hard How do you question. think the Holy Spirit will play a part in heaven? Mm. How do you think the Holy Spirit will play a part well, in heaven? I think we can give opinions. Yeah, there's... there's but there's no scripture, at least that not comes to mind. Well, okay, here's some scripture for you. All right, so... What is the purpose of the Holy Spirit? You know, comforter. Uh, well, leads us, yes, but us. but but even a step past that, a step before that, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to be His witness here on earth. Sure. So that way, Jesus' Spirit through the Holy Spirit can live with us and be a part of us, and also therefore comfort us and help us and go before God in prayers and thanksgiving. So, my question is: is and, and the Holy Spirit had a role in the Old Testament too, and in the New Testament. But what do we see the kingdom of God happening in the future? Because I'm a big proponent of we focus too much on heaven and not the kingdom. And so I always say, like, you know, oh, like, you know, what about heaven? What about heaven? What about heaven? And I think, no, 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 what about the new kingdom? What about the new kingdom? Well, I don't you know? think she's asking. No, I know. I'm what she's meaning is after this life. Right. I would say what, what part does the, 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 the main life? purpose of the Holy Spirit is to amplify Jesus. That's the whole purpose of the Holy Spirit is to amplify Jesus and to bring attention and calling to Jesus. Everything. And if Jesus is already here and we're looking at him, is the Holy Spirit's role already done? I don't... Th the Holy Spirit was from the beginning, though. Right, correct. Right? I agree. So, so it said, let us make man in our image. So before the role of And the Spirit of, of God went over the face of the waters. Hover the faces of the deep mm -hmm. is exactly how the Hebrew Scriptures put it. Um, so before there was a role, before there was a fall... There was the Holy Spirit, so I don't think. I think yes, it is very much that. But we don't. But know. I think there is something beyond that because of the role that He played. He, she, he is the masculine right. form of the word Holy Spirit. But, but if God is one and there Jesus was, is here with there us, was a we're role. not going to see a separate God, the Father. No, or God exactly. The Holy so there's a role to play for every all three. But we, I don't think we can say we know for sure what that role is going to look like. Yeah, I don't know. But I, but we do know that Jesus will be here, and we will be with Jesus in the glory of, the, of well, God. It talks about the, the new heavens and the new earth, right? Mm -hmm. And the new Jerusalem coming down, and he will reign on his throne from new Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. That's what we know. That's about all we know. I think the whole, I mean, the Holy Spirit, I don't know if, if, if because he, the Holy Spirit doesn't need to worship Jesus. The Holy Spirit does amplify well, Jesus, he is, so I don't know. He is God. Right. And yet he is his own role and, and his own person. And I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to get into, you know, we have to be careful with this because you can easily fall into modalism. Modalism. Yep. And, Different and modes not, of God. And that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about modalism. Right. <laughs> and so it, that's why I say it, this is a hard one. But the one. Lord our God is one. There, It's three separate, but one. You know what I mean? It gets crazy. It, it's, the, I know what you mean, but it's hard to understand. The man. Trinity is, it's one of those things, it's like to me, you know, I, I we have this conversation about like predestination, and like here's what the scriptures say, and this is kind of where this you know I can't answer every question about predestination because I don't have the answer to every question of well, why did God you know it's always a well if that's the case then why 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 is God this way why did God choose to do this why did God choose to save me over so and so and I'm like I can't answer that I don't mm -hmm. know that's beyond me, and so uh, I think that's one of those though though I would love to have the answer Delaney. We don't know. I don't know for sure. I know that the Holy Spirit will be there. <laughs> Doing his thing. Doing whatever what role that is, is. We don't know. That's um, a good question, though. That's a really good question. That's a mental gymnastics question. It is. It's it's a... Did, 
dude, Adam have a belly button question right there. You know, it's one, it's one of those Adam, ones. Adam did not have a belly button. How do you know? Because he didn't have an umbilical cord. So how do you know he wasn't made that way, though, still? Because he didn't have an umbilical cord. But how do you know for sure? Because it doesn't say he didn't have, have a belly button. I'm a prophet. Oh, dude, I'm stoning you. <laughs> dude, I don't know. Dude, around me 1818 right know. there, brother. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyways. Raver question six. This one comes. I don't, I'm going to read this one because it comes from your wife. And I saw I saw. She's been Tribe of Hyde. And I'm like, you know, Mark probably, if she's asking this, if it's anything like Janiel, Janiel would ask a question like this if she was on Instagram. She's been. Just so she could get the answer because I haven't answered it yet. Uh, yep. Actually, and, yeah. Uh, see, I know. Because they're the and same. she's been up our butts about asking these types of questions, so, which we'll be talking about in a future episode of why gonna, doesn't that get rid of you. I, I don't think she's meaning exactly what she's saying here, but if she is, then I'll, I'll let you. I, I, I know what she's saying. I know what you I have to figure. So she, this is her question. This is tribe of high. This is Beth. Uh, she said, why is the old Testament God racist, but the new Testament is all inclusive. Thanks dear. So why don't you expound on that? So in the old question. Testament, God had one chosen people and he, neglected everybody else. So the idea of, and, and this isn't so much her saying the words racist. This is stuff that we actually see on she's, Instagram and she, we talk about it. She's talking about she's exclusive, in, exclusivism and inclusivism. Correct. Is what she's so talking in about. the Old Testament, God had one chosen people by which he was going to have his, his son, the Messiah, come through. And all the other people, he slaughtered. So how do we deal with that? So... You know, I, that's, that's, I mean, and, and I know where she's at with this and sure. she's asking the question more from an outsider perspective. It sure. seems like, why is the, like the fact that Jesus is supposed to be for everybody. And finally, like the, the Jews and the is Gentiles, he? there's neither slave nor Greek. No, there's, there's neither uh Jew nor Greek and there's slave yes. nor free, but all are one in Christ. So that's where the inclusivity comes in. And some, but then God is excluding people and then include only being inclusive with the Israelites in the old Testament. But isn't he still doing that today with his church? With what some would call maybe true Israel, the the covenant, oh, the spirit, covenantial, the Israel, yeah, the, the covenantial theologists would call true Israel. See, so many people when they talk about Jesus and God and love and all these different things, they like to talk about the love and the exclu- or the, the the inclusivity of Jesus, where he Jesus is for all, for every tribe, every nation. But they don't read it in context. No, they don't, <laughs> because the problem is, and, and I don't want to sit here sounding like I'm an arrogant, snooty no, Christian. No, but at the end of the day, we see from from Scripture, right, the fact that Jesus loves the church, and Jesus died. The for church. the church. Now, we'll get into this question a little bit future of do we believe in limited atonement or penal substitutionary atonement, which I am so excited what? for, Megan. Don't give away but, don't give away your answer though. But, but <laughs> we know for a fact that yes, John 3:16, God loved the world in this way that he sent his only son. But what was he talking about before? That whosoever believes in him right. will not perish. So sure. there's this awkward tension between God loves the world and Jesus is for everybody, but at the same time, but that all before that, right? All before John three sixteen, it's all talking about you the have Jews. to you have no you have to be born born again, again, right? Which means that when he says, "For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever," just like you said, he's pointing out that hey, once you're born again, now he sent his like he sent his son because of you, because he loved you, because whoever believes in him will not perish. God's not just going to send his son to die so people can still perish. He was sending it for those people who weren't going to perish. And, and we'll talk about that more in the... the sure. Because that's the side that... That's like one of the few points of... Uh, not, not the few, but that's one of the points of Calvinism that I don't don't attest to. Don't attest Limited to. atonement? Yeah. See, I'm all for it. Because philosophical, <laughs> it's not scriptural. It is, though. 
We'll, we'll talk about it. it. So, but, is, but why? Here's People the, struggle with it. So but let's go back is. to this question. Anyways. Is, and we'll talk about the, was God evil in killing the Canaanites in a future episode? So we won't go down that rabbit trail. But the question is, is why did God choose just Israel and exclude everybody else? Because in the Old Testament time, did that mean when God chose Israel, he instantly doomed and, you know, um, what's what I'm looking for? Um, instantly separated everyone else in the world besides just the Israelites, because the Bible says that God chose Abraham, Israel became his people. And then through Abraham's seed, all nations will be blessed. Right. So at the end of the day, we have to know that the, the Messiah had to come through, right. the Messiah had to come through someone or somewhere. It was the, his the lineage, Israelites though were his chosen. His people. lineage would be blessed Abraham's lineage would be blessed because that's where the Messiah would come from, not necessarily because Israel was going to be the so best So here's an interesting question. Did God choose Abraham because of Abraham's beliefs, or did did God choose Abraham just because he chose Abraham? Because in the beginning of time, all of creation is supposed to follow God, and then the flood happened and tried over, and then there's Noah. And then after Noah, then, you know, there was issues with that with Abraham with well, Noah's kids, and then it went through Abraham, and then it depends. all the way down. Do you hold the Old Testament and the New Testament separate? No. Is the Holy Spirit different from the Old Testament to the New Testament? No. Is God different from the Old Testament to the New Testament? Yep. He is. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. So it talks about how the Holy Spirit leads and guides us, right? And right. none of would choose God if it wasn't for Him leading us, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say God chose Abraham, and, and then this is and where I struggle. Abraham to believe because if 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 that's the case, then why do people have eternal damnation in hell when they didn't have a choice to begin with? Well, I guess you would read Romans nine, and in Romans nine, he clearly states, uh, "Who are you?" Right, and who that's, are you to decide? And it's true. But uh, I does a potter get, does a pot get to decide what the how the potter makes it? Nope. Exactly. I mean, those are the words of Paul. Don't hate me. Go read Romans right. 9. It's more the soul because the pot will cease to exist once you destroy it. Well, this is where people go, well, annihilation. You, you know, I made the whole, um, I had a, li- we had a listener that I, I tried to give it another analogy, a more modern day, even though it's not modern day, a modern day analogy of okay. a, your favorite Lord of the Rings. That's right? not my favorite. That's Marissa's favorite. But Lord of the Rings, right? So did Aragon and Legolas and Gim- Ar- Ar- Aragorn. Aragon is how it's pronounced. But it's not Aragorn? No, it's Aragon. Anyways, hmm. at least that's how I've always heard it in all the audiobooks. So um, did they believe that they were making the choices that they made it throughout it's Aragorn the Aragorn with an R. Uh, just listen to me. Put your phone down for a okay. second. Answer like the question. Right. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So did they believe that they were making the choices that dictated how their lives would go in the, in the stories? Yeah. But they weren't. They didn't get to choose anything, right? Tolkien did. Tolkien did all the choosing. But did they know that Tolkien was the one doing the choosing? Nope. No, because they were... And this is where I get... It's not a perfect analogy, right? Because even our listener goes, yeah, but that was a... That was a fictional story. That was a story. That's not real life. And it's like, but why couldn't it be God be the author? How how would they know from a fictional story? That's where my brain goes... That's what I'm saying. It's one of those. It's just like the what's the role of the Holy Spirit? I mean, there's just some things that's like I, I can tell you that the scriptures talk about it, and I try to help people understand. And that, but there comes a point where you just got to have faith that God knows what He's doing. Right. And so it was the, was the Old Testament God racist and just choosing one group of people and saying all the other people like these people will be blessed and through everybody else they won't be, you know, 
he yeah, this yes is no. the way God created the world. So it's hard because like sometimes the satisfying answer is not ever given because it can't be. Right. Because we don't always know the ins and the outs of everything, but we know that God chose to bless all the nations through Abraham. Right. And Abraham, you know, we read in Hebrews 11 that his, his, or no, James, was that James where it talked about Abraham's works made him righteous? No, it it was his righteousness or his faith was his righteousness is what gave him the faith. That was Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. However it went, yeah. So, but we know it came through Abraham and then Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then through David's lineage. And then the Messiah came through the Virgin Mary. And then now through that, all nations are blessed because we could all have a relationship with God again. But at the same time in the Old Testament, we see all the time that there were God-fearing Gentiles all sure. over the place sure. too. Well, so it wasn't, well, it wasn't came the out fact. Of, who came out of Egypt? It wasn't just the Israelites. They were God-fearing Egyptians, Egyptians as well, right? So it wasn't, and, and guess what? The covenant was made with the people there. It didn't say. And there was the covenant blessing that they received by just simply following Yahweh. Right, exactly. And so it wasn't the fact that God didn't include everybody else. It was just the fact of through Israel is through whom all nations will be blessed. But people could jump in all the time wherever they wanted. God chose to work through Israel. I mean, look at Rahab. The, crying out the loud, story you know? came through Israel. Doesn't mean that God didn't work through other people that we just don't know about. I, I, yeah. I don't know. There's no way to fully answer that question because we're not all knowing and we don't know what it's God true. has. And, and we'll get into more of the Canaanites and you know could could why didn't God get rid of the evil when He could have and whatnot. So we'll get into that in a future episode. But so does that satisfy this question for now, Beth? Uh, I don't I, know. We I, really didn't answer I it. I don't think so. But we're gonna move we're gonna on. Move to on. So, I love you, dear. But we're moving on. Sorry, Beth. I will just put my head down in shame <laughs> i'm excited about this question man me and clark have become friends on instagram this dude clark p homeboy is a high schooler I, I was gonna say he's only like he 17. started a podcast at his school because of us man which is awesome so anyways his question is what do we do as christians with the russian ukrainian war so this is a Jeez. definite topic that is very pronounced in our culture today yep i think there's a couple things that we need to do number one i mean well, let's throw some statistics at it real fast. Off statistics. The top, off the top, my some fun facts with Fuller. Okay, but not in that segment. So, seventy-eight percent of Ukraine claims to be Christian. And then uh, I was going to talk about that 60, a little bit. Yep, sixty-one percent are Eastern Orthodox, ten percent are Roman Catholic, and then the rest are just kind of like evangelicals or or other sort of Christian denominations. But that's a huge, it's like one of the largest percentages of quote unquote Christians mm-hmm. in the world in any country. That's like a huge amount. Right. I mean, because I mean, what the other Ukrainian country? Revo- the Ukrainian revival has been nuts over the last 20 years. Right. So, one, I think, and, and you'll probably, I'll let you get into this more because this is like up your alleyway here. But okay. I just want to say that, one, we should always stand with our, our brothers and sisters and prayer. Mm hmm. And and any type of help that we can send. And so I would say, you know, if at the end of the day, yes, we need to pray. We need to pray because we even we see the Old Testament. Oh, sorry, not the Old Testament. We see the New Testament saints when the the early church is being persecuted because we know for a fact that if Satan hates the church and the church is by the 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 means by which the gospel is proclaimed and people come to saving faith. Obviously now this is where it gets weird with sovereignty of God, but we know for a fact that Satan is warring against the church. Yep. No questions asked. Right. And so when we see what happened when the early church started to grow, it was trying to be squashed. The early church tries to go, 
the Roman Empire tries to squash it. So the question is, is is, is Putin... Now, obviously, we know that, that the Russian invasion is more trying to do on the outside. There's external reasons. But the question is, on the back end, what is actually happening? Is 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 it a actual... You know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rules of the dark. Oh, I forget. I'm terrible with this verse. Uh, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers... And rules yep. of the darkness of this age. and But basically, it's not just physical. So right. um, I don't want to necessarily hyper-spiritualize it, but I don't think we could deny that fact either, though. But we see in the New Testament church what happens in Acts, uh, what is that, chapter 5? Um, the Well, it's actually Acts chapter 3, 4, and 5, where Peter and John, they do the the sermon the day of Pentecost, and they get locked up in jail. They're told, basically, sit down, shut up, and we'll let you go talk about Jesus. And Peter's like, yo, homie, we, forgot, we fear God more than you, so you can sit down and shut up. But all the time that that was happening, what were the New Testament saints doing? They were gathering together in prayer, right. but not just prayer for safety. They were not praying, uh, praying prayers for wisdom. They were not praying prayers for you know, um, we don't need a ride. We need ammunition. We, they weren't praying those, which I still think is the dopest line of all time from the Ukrainian president. They were praying for courage to stand for their faith. Right. And so that's what the Ukrainians are doing. I think we need to pray for that as well. Right. But at the same time, the Bible says, when you see someone who is sick and hurting, physically help them. So the, the easiest way to help out a lot of people over in the Ukraine is if you go to the North American Mission Board, uh, I think it's it's NAMBI, N-A-M-B, Either .com or .net, .org. I'm not sure. Just Google North American Mission Board. There is ways where you can actually give to help people over there in Ukraine because um, the one of the largest institutions, fun fact, is actually one of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminaries in Ukraine. Right. And they have opened their doors. They are transporting people. They are doing. They're not fleeing. They're staying around to help. Right. And so if you give to uh, toward, now it's not the North American Mission Board. I think it'd be more IMB, I'm sorry, but the International Mission Board. Either way, there's agencies that are on the ground right now. Send, send, send Relief, that's what it's called. Um, Google Southern Baptist Send Relief. And they are actually sending money and people and supplies over there to help our Ukrainian brothers and sisters take care of people who are all around them. So that's probably the best way I would say support them. Yeah. But we have to understand that you know, this, we can look at it and go, oh, is this World War III? Is this the end times? The Bible just says, stay alert for the day of the Lord. It tells us to stay alert. It doesn't tell us to fall into conspiracy theories and to quit our jobs and be like, all right, Jesus. This is Ezekiel 28. (laughs) Now, I also don't think it's one of those things where we need to sit. Now, a lot of people just say, oh, we we were praying for Ukraine, but how many of us are actually, you know, fasting and praying for Ukraine? Blood, sweat, and tears and wearing out the knees of our pants. And I'm not saying that I'm the best person talking about this, but I'm not even doing that. And right. I'm feeling convicted about that right now, but we should also be giving our money and, and our resources to these people who desperately need our help. But we also know that the, that the gospel spreads faster than any other time under direct persecution. Yes, it does. And so I think that's what we're going to see come out of this. So do we need to thank God for the persecution and thank God for Putin and the bombing and all this kind of stuff? No. And, but we need to understand the reality of what And it I is. think it's a great opportunity now to show some, uh, love to our enemies to pray for our enemies yeah to uh set a, fe- needs Jesus. set a feast before our 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 enemies you know uh, it's not that we actually do that but, but i will but it's also a t- s- it's a time that we should gather together to pray for the repentance mm. and and for the reckoning of god to come on putin so much so that he breaks internally and spiritually and comes to christ and i think we should pray on the show right now about it but before i do that 
you know, there's also a lot of other conflict that's happened all around the world. And so my, the, the question a lot of people are asking is, why are we just talking about Ukraine? Why aren't we talking about Damascus and the, 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 the Palestinian-Israeli conflict? Why aren't we talking about the other bombings that happened? Uh, I don't remember the, all the other places, Saudi Arabia. Sure. And why don't, I mean, and the answer is like, well, there's always bombings in the Middle East. Of course, of course, well, you don't think about it, but Ukraine and Putin is a, and Russia is a big difference in, in terms of NATO, in terms of our personal politics. Well, so I, I think there's a lot of prayer that we need to do. And maybe this is helping us realize that there's always conflict going on that people get hurt in us as Americans and Canadians. We're very comfortable. Yes. We're very comfortable. We don't have to worry about war in our, and front, just, in our homes. And just because we're talking about Ukraine and the Russian conflict right now doesn't mean we shouldn't be talking about and praying mm -hmm. for the other conflicts that are going on in the yeah. world. So I say let's pray right now, we'll, and we'll get to more questions. How about that? We haven't, right. we haven't prayed in the middle of a show in a long time. All right. Why don't you lead off the prayer, and then we're going to do one more question. One more? So we'll pick which How about one. we we say the other question that we don't read? Well, we, we there's, two more the ones? there's two more questions that I had on here, but we're not going to have time to get to. I think we need to do Megan Pachetti's on a separate episode. You're talking. Okay, we'll read what oh, I'll I'll read what it is. Yeah, okay, we'll just okay. read it. We won't discuss so I'll pray, it, and then, and then okay. we'll do it. All, All right, right so, sounds good. Oh goodness, God, we do come to you just as a. It's just it's just me and Fuller in the room, God. Um, but we know that you say when two or more gather in your name, you're there with them in the midst. And God, we we know that's true right now. And uh, God, I'm not one to want to pray openly in public. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying. To, and Fuller and I, we're not trying to have a super spiritual moment because we're supposed to, but God, but we, we believe in the power of prayer and we believe in the power of you. God, I pray with all of the RTC fam that's listening right now. I pray that they're praying as well for the people who are just hurting and suffering over in Ukraine. God, we don't know all the ins and outs except for what the news tells us. We don't know the ins and outs of what's actually happening over there except what we see. But God, there's people over there living this right now where they're watching their homes explode. They're watching their churches torn down. They're watching invaders come in and just take over. God, we see your church, though, showing up, and they're praying, and they're worshiping you. They're helping people. God, I pray you just give them the courage to keep doing that. The same way the New Testament church prayed for courage, we pray for courage for them right now to stand up and and just be the hands and feet of you, God. God, we don't know what's going on with the Russian leaders, but God, we pray that the the testimonies of the Ukrainian Christians, it just speaks volumes to the Russians as well. God, we know there's a lot of other conflicts that are going on with Saudi Arabia and Damascus and Palestine, all these different places. God, we just pray that through all the pain and the suffering that that your name is still shown and glorified and people come to know you through that. God, we pray for the leaders who are the attackers. God, we pray for Putin. Homeboy needs you too, God. And God, we know that you can do big and powerful, mighty things. You you made you made Saul go from the killer of Christians to the the leading proponent of the church in the New Testament times. And God, we know you can do the same right now. So God, we pray just not even his healing, but we we pray for uh, protection of your name through all this too, God. Just give those people courage to keep standing up for what's right, even if nobody else is, and putting pushing your name forward, God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Good prayer, man. All right, well, fun, oh. fun facts with Fuller. No. <laughs> Goodness. All right, so what are the what are the last few questions, right, so, and then we'll we'll answer. So maybe maybe we can answer some of them quick. I just want to answer. I want to do this one and then read it, and then we probably do need to have an entire episode dedicated to this because it can it can really go which on. I, I i'm a little sad so megan pachesney is a, a i mean I, I know her brother alex pretty well and this there was one time question. i went to their church and i thought i saw you and i saw you saw me like i know that you know that i know that you know and i didn't come say hi to you so forgive me for that but this is a, a while ago. phenomenal question and it's a very um homegirl is young 
But man, girl asked some good questions. It's a very argumentative question. Uh-huh. But I think I this love is the one it. that you and I are going to go at it a little bit. It's fine though because I love it. Anyways, uh, she goes limited limited atonement or penal substitution atonement. Girl, you can't ask that big of a question on to ask us anything. And I'm just going to read <laughs> an excerpt from the Gospel Coalition. Okay. And one from like uh, Ligonier Ministries. Cool. So one on limited atonement and one on just penal to explain what they are. It, it kind of goes through it real fast. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, you go for it. I'm going to listen. Hang on. I got I got the LaCroix burp going on. Oh, right I'm now. going to drink my LaCroix. Anyways. Awkward intermission. Yeah, sorry. Limited atonement. This comes from uh, the Gospel Coalition. The doctrine of limited atonement, the L in TULIP, teaches that Christ effectively redeems from every people only those who were chosen from eternity to salvation. Canons of Dort, the sec- or 11.8. As Eusinius explains in his commentary of on the uh, Heidelberg Catechism, Christ's death was for everyone as it respects the sufficiency of satisfaction which he made, but not as it respects the application thereof. In other words, the death of Christ was sufficient to atone for the sins of the whole world, but it was God's will that it should effectively redeem those and only those who were chosen from the eternity and given to Christ by the Father. Particular redemption is often considered a more favorable term because of the point of the doctrine it is not to limit the mercy of God, but to make clear that the Jesus did not die in the place of every sinner on earth, but for his particular people. The good shepherd lays down his life uh, not for the goats, but for the sheep, John 10, 11. This is why John 6 says Jesus came to save those that the Father had given to him and why Matthew 121 says he died for his people. And John 15:13 says for his friends and Acts 20:28 20, says for the church and Ephesians 5:25 says for its bride and Ephesians 1:4 says for those chosen in Christ Jesus. Those are not my words, those are the Gospel Coalition. We'll have cool. the, the link for that whole article in the show notes, but I want to also read the penal substitution atonement. Atonement Uh, In penal substitution, the penalty that is due to us for our transgression is paid by a substitute, namely Jesus Christ. The principle of penal substitution undergirds the old covenant sacrificial system. God told Adam that the penalty for sin was death, Genesis 2, 16 through 17. In the old covenant sacrifice, the people placed their hands on the sacrificial animal, thereby identifying with them, and then the animals were put to death, see Leviticus 4. This depicts the transfer of sin and guilt from the sinner to the substitute. The sinner could live because the animal died in the sinner's place, bearing the punishment the sinner deserved. Mm. I think those were both good. Now, I will say this. I I think, Megan, you're asking the wrong question, though, because the penal substitutionary atonement, even if you believe in limited atonement, you believe in penal substitutionary atonement. To a point, yes. Right. But, no, there's limited atonement, then there's unlimited atonement. Right. I think that, that's the true opposite. I but, wanted to make sure I got my terms right. But we'll we'll get into that in another yeah. episode. But that's if you wanted to know those two terms, that's what those two terms are. For now, I think this answer will suffice. There is a tremendous conversation put on by Unbelievable, question mark, with Justin Bridley about penal substitutionary atonement. There's an argument of was God for it or was it not. I would say listen to that. So just Google Unbelievable show Justin Briley. There's a great lecture, and it's an hour-long lecture by John Piper on limited atonement, and I think that will give you a better understanding of what Calvin meant by limited atonement. So, anyways, uh, let's move on to question nine, because I don't know, without going into an hour-long debate of where else we could go with that question. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh, Raina Grace again, right? So I gave her a little funny question, but I wanted to give her an actual real question. Welcome back to the show, Raina. Because she is such a faithfulness. We love Raina. Yep. How do you uh, remember to feel content in all circumstances? You don't. (laughs) Sometimes you just don't think about it. Sometimes you got to choose it. I think a lot of the times you have to just make it a conscious choice of, hey, I need to be, I really need to be. But what helps is having friends that help you because you and me help each other. Beth and I help each other. You and Janiel help each other. And so the fact of if you don't have friends to constantly be there for you and push her closer to Jesus, I mean, it's hard. It's really hard. Especially in those hard times. And and Raina, I'm going to ask this question, even though you're not here. Does part of this question come from the fact of you struggling with not being home in South Africa with your parents and now you're Mm. here in America and being content in that? Because, girl, I couldn't imagine having to deal with that. Yeah, so that's a long ways, and I mean, I've I've not lived in the same thousands of miles away from my parents, but nope. uh, it's it's hard, it's hard. And her friends and, and the culture that she grew up in, and I'll speak sure. in the states, sure by herself, not by herself, but there's there's other family, but starting a whole new life, I I couldn't imagine that's that's hard. And I know Beth has has struggled with that some. So if sure. you want to, Raina, reach out to Beth at Tribe of Hyde on Instagram, and she will love to message you. Sure. But I mean, I've, I've done it and I know of other people that have done it and you can do it too. Um, and sometimes it's just praying for the contentment. Yep. So anyways, uh, last question as we approach an hour and 10 minutes, Jillian Vogie, 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 Vogie. Can I call you Corgi? Like a like a puppy. Corgi? Why, I'm just, why I'm just Corgi? Dumb. I'm hyped up, man. I'm I'm sorry. That was really dumb. We've Forgive just, me. We've, <laughs> just, we've distracted him on this penal substitution yeah. thing. He's gone. Now we've lost him for the rest of the episode. So I'll, just, I'll just answer this while he reads articles <laughs> from Got Questions. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up an episode that we did about this topic. So does prayer change God's plans is her question. I would say the best way to answer this is God does not need anything or anybody to change his plans, but God works through prayer to complete his will. Um, God, that's just the way God chooses to work. Uh, God doesn't need us to pray, but he wants us to pray. You know what I mean? And so because of that, God is choosing for us to communicate and to ask for things in the mode of prayer, even though we don't even have to say anything because he already knows what we're going to say because he's all knowing and all powerful. That's what he has told us to do is to pray. And so because of that and the way he's choosing to do that, I think that God directs our prayers. Mm -hmm. Now, this is – Mark and I might disagree on this a little bit, but I think God directs and leads our prayers into praying for the things that God – God line up with God's will. Um, I'm a full five-point Calvinist, so I believe that that God's will is – is what leads and directs us and God directs our every footstep and, and leads us and guides us through his will to line up with the way his will is. is. So, so before I give my thoughts um, real quick, the easiest way, if you want to find different show topics that we've done is if you go to the website, real talk Christian podcast, if you're on mobile, you click that mobile menu icon and hit search and search whatever topic you want. You can quickly pull up whatever topic we talked about. So I, I I went to the website, I searched prayer, and the first episode that pulled up was right there. Boom, Boom. episode fifty one, the importance of prayer. So we talked a lot about this whole conversation in that episode. Sure. Episode fifty one, dang dude, that was like 70, 80 episodes ago. That was like eighty episodes. That was ago. a year and a half ago. Ooh, that that was a it. long time ago. But here's what we know from scripture, right? We see that God was going to do something. Moses prayed, God changed his mind. We see, what well, just, just, just follow my train of thought, follow my train of thought. We also, it says, and it even says God changed his mind in the, in the scripture. So we can't ignore that. 
I'm getting there. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet, but we can't ignore that. I'll be quiet. And then we see with with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, we see Lot, like, I'm going to destroy. Oh, no, 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 God, let me try to find, you know, just 10 people. Sure. Five. Sure. How about one? Sure. And he couldn't. And then you see, you know, the fact of we are supposed to pray for things and why on earth we pray for things if God can just do it anyways. And so that's where we go into that conversation a little bit. But can, can does prayer change God's plans? Um, to give the best answer directly to this question, I think Wayne Grudem answers this question better than anybody else I've ever read. So if you have a Wayne Grudem uh, systematic theology or you just Google Wayne Grudem, and his, you know, prayer, he has a phenomenal lecture on that too. But does prayer change God's plans? Well, we know that God is sovereign and all-powerful and all-knowing, so he knows what's going on. Now, this goes into the question of evil, then why would evil come into the world? But does it actually change God's plans? Sometimes I think when we read the Bible and we see, well, God changed his mind. Is that us looking at how we view it from our lens of it looks like God's going to do this, but then something happens and then God do this? And from our point of view, it's like, oh, something changed, something different. Like some, something, something got, something got changed. But most of the time, prayer doesn't change God, but prayer changes us, you know. And we see, um, uh, what is it? The the God will give you the desires of your heart. Um, what's the first part of that verse? I can't remember the first part of that verse where God will give you the desires of your heart or give you your heart's desires. Mm-hmm. So many people when they talk about what your your heart's desires is what my heart wants. My heart wants this and then God will give it to me. When in reality, no, God changes our heart's desires. Our desires will change. Not our right. heart, not the stuff, our circumstance because you know, there's so many times where people talk about the prosperity gospel where it's like, you know, God wants God is going to give you a breakthrough and there ain't nothing that, you know, which is which I mean, or then the other one where it's like, you know what? Ain't, ain't nobody going to stop you from the calling that God gave you. Well, sometimes it sure seems like it. And, you know, you see Beth trying to get to the foreign mission field. Oh, if if if, if it's really for God and he's going to break down those barriers. Well, God never did. He Beth never went overseas. But she chose to take her calling and passion and put it into a different focus where she could right where she lived. And now she, then she fostered. And because she fostered, she met the, you know, the man of her dreams. So, you know, you know, <laughs> sorry, that was... But, you know, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, does, does prayer change God or does prayer change us? You know, God obviously tells us to pray and to take our requests unto God. And I can only answer this from a parent perspective, but sometimes I'll have a couple different ideas in my head. So my kids will say, hey, dad, dad, can, can we do this? And I was already going to do that. So I, I let them do it. And then sometimes I don't. And sometimes I tell them no, just to help them understand the word no. Um, but does, do my kids ever change my mind? Well, sometimes when they ask, it's more of, I want them to ask the right questions and for them to help discover things as well. Um, so I, I don't know, does, does prayer change God's plans? Well, we already know that God has a plan and we can't thwart God's plan, but the big plan of God is creation, it's redemption and it's restoration. Those are the kind of the big plans of God. So can we change those plans? No. How does God work in the day to day? That's a really hard conversation to have. Yeah, and sorry, I, I didn't give any answers. I just talked with no answers. Yeah, sorry, Jillian, that was a politician answer, but I liked it. Yeah, because it was. It's it, it's that true. was an Aaron Burr it's, answer. It's really hard to give. Talk less, smile more. Don't let them know what you're against or what you're for. I've been very addicted to Hamilton lately. Okay, sorry. Anyways, so uh, my Hamilton buddies will, will it, know that reference. It was a very good non-answer. It's, this in is a the way. hard one, man. Because to me, it's like, if you say, yes, you can change God's plans through prayer, right? So so just follow me, right? Mm-hmm. If, if I say yes, 
Or if I say God does not dictate the day to day. Okay. Am I putting God in the box? Yeah. Because he's an all powerful God, right? So I'm saying, God, you can't do something, but God can do everything. Right. So which one is true? <laughs> so that's why, again. And that's where the concept of open theism. I don't know if, you have, if you've done a lot of study in open yeah. theism. And so I, I know we talked on the show back a, a while ago. You know, the idea of open theism theology is the fact of God doesn't know the future, but he's powerful he's living enough. In the, he's, he's living in the day to day. Going, and we're going in a direction, but he's all powerful enough and controlling enough that he knows how it's going to end. He just doesn't always know how it's going to get there. So, yes, and, things can change and divert, which from our human perspective actually makes sense. Yes, but it is. Except for the fact that the Bible says that's a little crap. I was going to say, it's also been proven a, a very big heresy by right. the early church. It's, a, it's, it's also a load of crap. So I think there's a, right. there's something that we have to just admit where from our perspective, yes, it looks like prayer can change change God and change things and change the course of history. But from the backside, or from, from God's side, he already knows what's going on. So from our side, yes, it looks like it it changed God's plans, but it does it really? No. It's like this, right? Okay. Uh, I I think of George Mueller. Okay. George Mm -hmm. Mueller is praying already. He's the goat. And for those that don't know George Mueller, he ran an orphanage in in England. and Homeboy ran that thing on prayer and prayer and They were so poor that they had to literally pray for their their, Their, their daily bread. Their daily bread. So it's funny, though, that people are like, see, prayer. You know, he relied on prayer. And, and he did, and he did, and he did, because he was being obedient, being told to pray, and having faith, and so God was moving. But God was already moving before the prayer, because he'd pray and then knock on the door, and somebody would have a big old basket of bread for him and the orphans. And, and that's the like, cool thing where God can use natural circumstances to bring about His purpose. Like the truck right. broke down, right? Was it a divine or the divine ordeal? Where all of a sudden, God went like you know Zeus thunderbolt to the axle maybe maybe not or is it just the natural course of of, of history and and god orchestrated all to end at that point but but it's like yeah exactly <laughs> like god di- bomb bro god directed whatever broke down in that engine from 10 10 years ago or 15 years ago that at that time it was going to fail whatever that was it wasn't a lightning bolt striking down and blowing up the engine right then but something directed that to where it was going to stop right there in front of the orphanage and have the food that they needed for the and this is I, I actually wonder if this is a hindrance to Christianity for some people because you know as Westerners and this is why I I don't ascribe to the tulip is because uh, uh, the limited the, atonement yeah yeah Calvinism um, is because we want to put everything inside of a mathematical systematic philosophical equation that all just makes sense and we've taken the mysticism out of Christianity. You know, and I still think there's mysticism. That, not like weird mystic voodoo crystals, lunar no, moons. I get, you're, you're talking about the, the mystery fact of, of the God. mystery that we don't. Right. Now, the mystery has been revealed, and that's the gospel. So right. the mystery has been revealed, but I feel like there's still a mystery behind the mystery. We're like, bro, we still don't know what's going on, man. Like, we don't fully understand how it all works. Well, we do. We understand that mystery. We understand that our thoughts are not his thoughts, and his ways are higher than our ways. So we understand that, hey, there's just things that we're not going to understand. Right. And it's, That sucks. And, and I think... <laughs> If you look at if you look that at Calvin if you look at Calvinism though that's what they say they go we just accept that there's things that we're not going to know but these are the things we do know like that's so I think there is still a um, they understand the mystery mm-hmm. there's just things that we're not going to know and we're okay with that we're going to have faith in those aspects but here's the things that we can see from Scripture and right or wrong that's what but you're also a humble Calvinist you're well, a humble Calvinist I'm not a hyper Calvinist there's you're not, which, and you're not cagey. 
a hyper Cal- yeah <laughs> a hyper calvinist i'm very against uh-huh. because a hyper calvinist says i don't have to go out and proclaim the gospel because if they're going to be if god if they're chosen god's going to save them with me with me with or without me so i don't have to do my part and i'm saying no you have a commandment and you're supposed to obey that commandment and so you and need go. to go out <laughs> like that's where i'm at so um anyway so we have run really really long why don't we just kind of land it with keep on praying all right, because we don't know, we can't for sure 100%. We can say, hey, I see, we obviously see Arminian Calvinists see things two different ways, the same scriptures. So nobody can say beyond a shadow of a doubt that for sure I will stake my salvation on this issue, blah, 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 on on whether prayer changes God's plans, which I don't think is, I think God, you know, influence God's plans might be a better way to put it rather mm. than change. Um, it is the mode and not modalism, but it is the mode in which God has chosen to work through us is through prayer. And I think that we have been told to pray and we need to obey that command. So that's where I would like to leave it. And pray for courage. That's what I would say. Pray for, because sometimes, you know, I don't want to say, you, like, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, speak truth over yourself because then you believe it. Uh, I wonder if prayer does a little bit of that too, where it's like if we pray for courage, it's constantly reminding us of the fact that we're, we're praying for courage, we're praying for it, we're praying for it. It reminds us of the fact that God says, I will be with you, I'll be with you, I'll be with you. And so the scripture is supporting your your prayers too. Yeah, see, I think it's more like God's got a piece of chocolate cake behind his back and he just wants you to come up and ask for a piece of chocolate cake and then he's going to hand it to you. I've, the second you said chocolate cake, my, my brain went to I a, know cake guy It here. went to Gabriel Iglesias going, mm, chocolate cake. Oh, chocolate. Anyway, so that's where... I think we should land the plane. I, I like it. So, um, Megan, I'm sorry that we didn't fully, we didn't even answer your question, girl. We didn't even answer it, but we, that would be a good conversation to have. I mean, penal substitutionary atonement, the fun conversation with this is, was that divine child abuse? Cause that's the claim right now with progressive Christianity with penal substitutionary atonement. It's a fascinating conversation, but then limited atonement versus unlimited atonement. I think we got two good conversations out of this one. All righty. So, Megan, thank you for those. But we hope you guys enjoy hanging out with us for, for the Ask RTC Anything Instagram edition. You don't know when we're going to do this again. Sometimes we, we Maybe it'll be Ask Anything to RTC Facebook edition or YouTube oh, edition or email edition. All the people. Who knows? But either way, we want to keep interacting with you on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. So make sure you're checking us out over there because you never know when we go and bring one of these things to the table Shoot, but we don't even know we don't even know but but here's the deal um you guys talking to us can't change our minds because we're not god so um all the, time. all the time so but before we let people go though we got to give them what they came for what they came for what they came for you know what they came for what they come for time for fun Come on, son. We know the only reason why they listen is for fun facts. Before. We still have never. That's nailed, the only we, we've reason. Never nailed down like a good transition. That's that probably the ever. best one we've ever had, and it's still sad. It, it's, <laughs> it's still sad. It's horrible. Anyways, we today, love you guys. Today's fun fact <laughs> of the day is: Give it to them. Did you know days on Venus are longer than years? Uh, what? Due to its slow axis rotation, it takes two hundred and forty-three Earth days to spin once. One rotation is a day. Okay. But it only takes 225 Earth days to go around the sun. So it takes so longer Mer- for so it to spin. So it's Mercury, Venus, Earth. So the second planet. Yes, the second planet takes a day longer. Is longer than a year. 
So a day is longer than a year. That kind of sucks when you think about it. It's, it's yeah. I mean, it's almost 20 days longer for a day <laughs> than a year. I mean, could you imagine that? Where it's like, all right. Like, all right this well, day's taking forever. Hey guys, oh, I should do that with my kids where it's like, yo, tomorrow we're going to do it. And say, dude, you said tomorrow. And I said, yeah, I'm tomorrow in Venus time. What up now? Suckers. That's and they'd be like, what's that? I'd be like, two, 243 you Earth should, days. You should go to school. I can look at Sadie. Be like, Sadie, go talk to your science teacher, which go, is my mom. Go listen to RTC. So, <laughs> I love it. But that's that is a fun fact that I that's did not even fact. know. That is yeah. a fun fact. Fun fact. It's a fun fuller fact. We need to start having like fun facts on your reels, on the Instagram reels, fun man. Fact with real time. With real time, real talk? No, real time. It's reels, so it's real time. Ah, <laughs> from the real talk Christian podcast. Oh. That would have been clever. Ooh, that would have been clever. See, this is why you're the ideas man. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a bunch of ideas and one out of a million are decent. That's really what it is. But the, it's sure. the decent ones that pay the bills. It's because yeah, That's the ones that pay the that's bills. That's the one that pays the bills. But just like always, guys, we are so thankful that you join us week in and week out. We track the stats, guys, because that's just what we do. And we know our RTC family is growing day by day, both on audio platform and also on YouTube. That's only because of you guys leaving reviews, leaving ratings, and sharing it with your friends. And if you have not subscribed and you're listening on audio to the YouTube, you should check it out at least once. Go on, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for the notifications, and check out a video every once in a while because we are upping our video We're trying to. Game. We are so. going to be getting there. But just like always, I said just like always like four times already, but you can go at to the Real end of the Talk. Day. At, the, at the end of the day, guys. <laughs> I, I haven't done that one in a while. But com is your one-stop shop for everything. You can find links to Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Google. Yo, we on Pandora now. We've been on, actually, we've been on Pandora for a long time. But if you ever have a question about, hey, did RTC talk about this topic? Go you to could go to Spotify, type in the name, and do all the search and go through. It takes forever. Just go to realtalkchristianpodcast.com. If you're on mobile, click the mobile menu, click search, type it in, just like we did live on the show, and you can get answers to your questions right there. But before we let these beautiful people go, Fuller, Anything else we got to tell these guys? I don't think so. All right, guys. Well, hey, until next time then. Take it easy.